Imagine you are meeting a group of English learners to practice your speaking skills. The group leader puts everyone into small practice groups. The people in your group begin to ask each other questions. Here are some questions you might hear or ask. What do you like doing for fun? When did you come to the U.S.? Where did you learn English? These are all examples of object questions, and we are going to tell you about them today. Object questions are sometimes called WH questions or 5W questions because they begin with one of the five WH words who, what, when, where, or why. They can also begin with how, how much, or how many. There is a simple, dependable pattern to remember when forming object questions. It is called quasim, and it works for most verb tenses. The QU in quasim stands for question word. The A stands for auxiliary verb. You may recall that auxiliary verbs, such as do, be, and have, are helping verbs that we use to form questions and verb tenses. The S in quasim stands for subject, and the M stands for main verb. Let's see how quasim applies to object questions in a few verb tenses. In the simple present and simple past tenses, we use a form of the verb do as the auxiliary verb. Here are some object questions in the simple present tense. What do Americans eat for breakfast? Where does she go to school? Now we'll find quasim in one of these examples. In the question, what do Americans eat for breakfast? Our question word is what, the auxiliary verb is do, the subject is Americans, and the main verb is eat. Moving on to simple past, the form of do will always be did, which is the past tense. Here are some examples. Listen for the quasim pattern in each and make a note of the question word, auxiliary verb, subject, and main verb. Where did you learn English? How did you make that dish? As we said earlier, object questions can also begin with how much or how many. We often use these phrases for questions in simple present or simple past tenses. And there is usually a noun after the phrase and before the auxiliary verb. Listen to two examples. How much money did you spend on fall clothes? How many cards do I have in my hand? In these questions, the nouns cards and money do not affect the quasim pattern. You can think of the phrases how much or how many plus noun 
as the QU in Quasum. So, what about object questions and other verb tenses? How do you choose an auxiliary verb for them? The answer is easy. Use whichever auxiliary verb that the verb tense uses. For example, we form the present continuous tense with the auxiliary verb be plus ing. In object questions, we put this verb tense into the quasim pattern. Listen for the pattern in these questions. Where are you going for Thanksgiving? Why is everyone standing around? You can still hear the B plus ing verb tense, but it is separated by the subject in each question. Unlike the simpler tenses, some complex verb tenses in English, such as the perfect continuous tenses, have two auxiliary verbs. Object questions in such tenses do not follow the quasim pattern. The question, what has she been studying to prepare for the test, is an example. The auxiliary verbs has and been are separated by the subject. For the purpose of today's program, we will not focus on these complex verb tenses. Okay, here's something a lot simpler. Modal verbs also called modals or modal auxiliaries. We sometimes call them modal auxiliaries because they are a kind of helping verb. Modals include can, could, should, might, would, and many more. Object questions containing modals also follow the quasim pattern. Listen for the pattern in these examples. Where should I drop off my dry cleaning? How can we improve our customer service? Okay, that's our time for today. If you made it to the end of this three-part series, congratulations! Now I have three questions for you. What did you learn in this three-part series? Who can help you practice forming questions? Do you know what kinds of questions these are? For practice exercises and more, visit our website. I'm Alice Bryant.